What is up, everyone, and welcome to the Bobby Mason Audio Experience. Thank you so much for listening. It means the world to me, personally. Also, a big shout-out to Educating Entrepreneurs. Thank you for sponsoring this podcast. Guys, this podcast is created for all of you because, you know what, the world of entrepreneurship is seriously viewed as this glitzy, heroic career with all these guaranteed pathways to riches and success when, just to be completely honest, you don't just snap your finger and bang, have the mansion, have the travels, have all the pretty ladies. That's just not how it works. So in the Bobby Mason audio experience, we actually have real entrepreneurs on the show. I'm personally a serial entrepreneur after starting 15 companies. And essentially this entire show is just about entrepreneurship and sharing our entrepreneurial stories, our life lessons, our success methods, and lastly, really being honest about our royal F-ups. So thank you so much for listening. You guys can find this podcast anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. You know, iHeart, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, all those good things. So without further ado, let's get to the show. Thank you so much again, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Oh, what is up, everyone? <laughs> Got Brandon laughing out of the gate. We need to have an on-air production meeting. I was thinking about this right before we hopped on. So, the Bobby Mason audio experience, right? You guys are a part of that world now. Congratulations. Um, but I was thinking we should really, we should still be under that world, but we should be our own thing, right? Like, all right, so this is where the on-air production meeting comes from or comes in. I was thinking first we'd have the Bobby Mason audio experience, which is just like my stupid crap every day. But then our stuff is like way better, right? So there should be like a separate little title picture for us to really promote us getting on once a week. And I was thinking, <laughs> do we call that pocket thoughts again with the same logo do we call it something else is it like like thoughts with the gentleman i don't i don't like that name but like what what do we think i i think there needs to be some separation and i really want there to be a little separation let's uh let's leave pocket thoughts in the past let's think of something new and exciting adios pocket thoughts we'll see you never bye bye adios Nice. Did you have uh, tacos today, Bobby? Uh, no. Or anything? Oh, what was that, Mr. Frozen Man? You guys froze too. Avocado or anything? Chips uh, no. Didn't eat an anyway. avocado today, Bobby? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Stick you gotta eat an avocado. <laughs> um... Guys, can you please stay focused on the task at hand? Yes, and sir. Do we need to? Do we need to come up with another name? Is that what we're gonna do? Make yeah. it. Brandon yeah. can come up with a cool little cover photo, cover mm-hmm. image. That's his jam. You should do a, like an animated picture of all of us. I was thinking about doing hugging that. each other or like back to back. That would be cool. Yeah. When we go golfing tomorrow, we can take a picture together. Yeah, we've never done that before. Yeah, except it's going to look like we're not social distancing then. We'll go like six feet apart. 
Cool. Yeah, that would be good. I like that. I like that idea a lot. All right. I don't know what we're going to call it, though, but we'll think of names on the course. Yeah, that sounds good. Sounds good. Okay, so. I didn't have queso today. No? No. Yeah, that's why I brought it up, but cool. Um, I'm, I, I want us to actually start with the, the second question I put in our text message. Because I was thinking like the first one, okay, guys, maybe I should give context because I realized in some of these podcasts, we just talk to our audience like they've been in our text messages, so they just know where we're coming from with stuff. Do they not? No, I don't think they see our phones. Um, so that's disappointing. So I sent the guys two questions. I said, I want to talk about two things at night. The first one was what makes you insecure and do you know why? But I feel like we kind of touched on that a couple of weeks ago. Maybe not exactly like that, but kind of similarly. Um, the second one I asked, and this is the one I want us to talk about first is if you worked hard for the next 365 days straight, and you made $1 million at the end of the year, how would you feel? What would you do with the money? And how would your life change from the current situation you're in? I don't know. I'll give you some context quick. I was just thinking this week, I was like, if I just had like a million dollars drop in my hand, like, would I change my life at all? Like, how would I divvy that up? How would my emotions be? Like, how would I feel? Like, would it be a game changer for the way I act? My confidence level? Like, you know what I'm saying? And I was kind of curious if you guys have ever really thought about it. Because I know a lot of us, or maybe not a lot of us, but I know me personally, I'll sit there all the time and like, in my head, I'm like, I'm doing all this for well, to impact a lot of people, number one, but I also want to give my family and my wife like this crazy life that involves traveling the world and having a very fun place to live and everything like that. And when I thought about that, I was like, if I had all of that now, would I even do it now? Like, would my life change? Do you guys kind of get what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm curious what, what your takes are on that. Let me see. I was looking for your notes. I was pulling up the question again. Oh, okay. So I could have it in front of me. All right. Well, I guess I can start then. Um, So starting with the first part, would you do it? Um, You know, if you asked me this question three years ago, um, I would probably say yes, um, that I would um, sacrifice a year of just working tirelessly in order to um, make that million and um, allow me to. I'm only smiling because Brandon was smiling and it made me smile. (laughs) What are you smiling about? That wasn't even part of the question, was it? No. basically part of the question it's like would you do it and then if you did it what would you do with it 
and how would your life change? I, I like the take. So yeah. let's I think hear. I think it's an important part yeah. of the question. Even let's... if you didn't ask it, I think it should be. Okay, but even if you say you wouldn't do it, I still I, I want you to explain. answer the rest yeah. of it. I will. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, and with my first explanation, I would do it. So therefore, I'm explaining. But um, <clears throat> gosh, you guys, sometimes. I was reading the question again. I was like, where did he ask that? It's read between the lines. Come on. Okay, yeah. yep, I, I can get into point. Bobby's mind. I know what he's actually asking. That's a great point. Yeah. Anyways, so first off, like I said, probably about three years ago, I would say yes um, to make this million dollars. Um, what I would do with this is um, and it, I would probably – What? Did I miss the question again? No, it's Brandon's fault. No, I can't. Like, look at Bob. laughing. Okay, I apologize, Joey. You're doing a great job, and I'm sorry to our oh audience. Gosh, that, this is, yeah. Okay. You're making me so self-conscious that I'm not even. I'm just gonna look at the question again. No, you're doing an amazing job, and yeah. I bet people were on know. the edge of their seats. How would you feel? I'm sorry. Let's start with the first question. How would I feel? I would feel tired of shit, probably annoyed. Um, I would, um, however, I would also feel um, relieved that I got through it and excited about what I can do with um, this money in terms of investing in myself, investing in others, and investing in something that I love. And I do think my life, and I hate to say that money would change my life, but it's true, in my opinion, um, from my perspective, that um, it probably would change what I am kind of pursuing, maybe. Um, it might make me try to pursue more of a... Um, more of a goal that is a little bit more directly meaningful to me. Um, like right now I'm pursuing learning of the business world basically. And you know, it's really interesting it could, and it will serve me well in the future, but that's not like extremely meaningful to me. Um, so if I did have this million, um, I, my life probably would change and I would probably look to um, find a way to invest that and allow myself and when i say invest i don't mean like well i would invest some of it but i don't mean like in the financial market most of it i would you know i'd also try to you know um invest it to start something that i truly love um i don't know what that would be exactly but that's probably what i would do with it on on the flip side of that you know if you ask me today i'd say no um, my priorities have changed, um, and, and this isn't part of the question, but it was part of the question, um, if I would do it or not, and I, I would say no, just because my priorities now about are about, um, you know, my sanity, my mental health, um, you know, uh, doing things with loved ones and, and spending that quality time with them and doing something like this for a year, you would grow pretty far apart from 
those loved ones and it could truly damage relationships long term. Yeah, so I'm going to not bring up the second part of your answer because I accidentally worded it in a way that it did make it sound like I was curious if you would work 365 days straight. I just meant, I guess, put in like a year of work and it yielded a million dollars. Um, do you think... So like what we're doing now or like yeah. what I'm doing now? Yeah. Oh, like okay. as in like you're putting in like a decent, like you put in a lot of work now. And yeah. I'm just saying like what, when you really envision it, like you have a million dollars in the account at the mm-hmm. end of the year. Mm-hmm. Like, do you go buy that dream house? Do you go travel the world? Do you take a year off? Do you, like you said, you might build a business. Like, how do you kind of divvy things up? Like, what does that look like? If you had a million dollars tomorrow, like how much of it do you use for fun money at our current ages of 26 and how much of it goes into other things and what does that look like? And I like, I obviously, I think you guys have an idea of why I'm asking this maybe, but I had a very lucky week and my wife and I were driving around in the car and I was like, honestly, when we get paid, like I can't imagine our life being any different. And I was like, honestly, I guess now I'm going to get into my answer since I already started it. And then you can piggyback off of the question I asked you. Okay. (laughs) Um, That's for last. I see. I was like, I was like, honestly, all of a sudden a bunch of students came in. Right. And I was at my parents' house and I'm sitting there at the fire pit looking over the lake and I grew up very lucky. My parents work very hard um, and they have a very fine place but I was looking at it and I was like you know realistically like where my parents live the way they live that'd be kind of like my dream life right at least in my opinion like that's what I would like I'd like to give my kids exactly what my parents gave me and I was looking at it and I was looking at the house and I was looking at the yard and I was looking at the lake And I was like, huh, like if we could pay for that next weekend, would we actually do it? And I was sitting there and I was like, I don't think there's any chance I would do it at this moment in my life. Like I can't imagine living in a nice house right now. Like I can't actually imagine not driving around my three person work truck with rust on it. Like I can't imagine the actual feeling of making it in some way. Like, I don't know why, I guess I'm so, I was thinking about how accustomed I am to feeling like it's go, go, go. And we're just trying to figure things out constantly. I don't think I know how to, how to react to what it would feel like to actually have in quotes made it or had that much money all of a sudden to just have fun with. Like my, I told Ashley when we were in the car, I was like, legitimately, I think we'd get it we'd pour it into buying as much real estate as we could. And I'd give you like a small, okay, check on the side if you wanted to go do something fun, because like, it's all of our money. So you deserve to do something fun too, if you want to do something else with it. You know, but for Mm -hmm. me, it's like at 26, I can't imagine 
I just can't imagine. I don't know why. For some reason, it feels like you're settling down and you're just kind of done. It's like you made it. Then you lose that like fire to keep going. It's just the first time this weekend. I've never thought about it before. Like I've never really thought about it as a reality, even though I feel like my goal since high school has been, let's make it a reality as early as possible in life. But now, since, yeah, but now since reality is getting closer, it's kind of like, I, I, I don't want that at all, actually, one bit right now, even though I think that's a lot of people in their minds, that's their dream at this moment. Like, I just want that. But then I was like, crap, I, I don't like, I just want this, like this part is the fun part. Like I was almost, so this weekend, everyone, I went from 22 measly students for one of these courses I made to 13,400 now. And I, um, I thought that it was going to be like a super exciting, happy moment for me. Cause I thought, wow, it's going to be like the greatest feeling in the world. But like the day that it actually happened, I just sat there kind of overwhelmed. Like, I, I didn't know how to react to something actually working that well. Like it, it didn't feel right. Like ever since like Monday, like yesterday and today, they have to be the two most unproductive days I've ever had. I just don't freaking know what to do with myself. Like I'm just trying to find things to do. And it's just weird. And I hate it so much. <laughs> So I'm just trying to figure out what you guys would do. Would you just, yeah. So sorry, but that's why I was thinking of it. And I was curious what you guys actually think if you put yourself in those shoes. So if things truly slowed down in the past two days or has your mindset just changed? Oh, I mean, I have, I have lots to do. That's what I mean. That's why I was curious because I feel like you always have plenty to do. Yeah, I have lots to do, but like before, it felt like I had lots to do to survive. It's like I have so many things going right now. If I drop the eight ball on all of them, I'm I'm in big trouble. And then all of a sudden, something happened this weekend where it was like, "Wow, that's that's a really nice safety net." I don't feel nearly as panicked and now I don't have nearly as much adrenaline and now I need to figure out how to get that adrenaline back. You could so, donate all the money. Yeah. Uh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I don't know. I just want to get your adrenaline back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. It would. It's, I wish you didn't say that on the podcast. Feels like it's really calling me out. You uh, asked, so you know. Yeah. But I don't know why. And I just want you. So tell me, what, what would you do? How would you feel? Because you, Joey, based on what you were saying last week, like you're in this mode of go, go, go. Like that's all you think about. Mm -hmm. Like if you had something huge happen where it was like, welcome to the c-suite and here's your big paycheck and we don't need you to do nearly as much because you kind of just hit a home run for our company 
like how would you feel if everything was kind of that burden was lifted would you feel really good or would you be like oh my gosh what am i do with my mind now <laughs> um i i can't tell you how i would feel until something like that actually happened but i feel like i would feel somewhat i mean i would feel excited in in multiple ways one in the fact that you know i did something like that and, and accomplished something that amazing and two in the sense that now i can build on that um, that's something that i did well and i can either continue to go in that direction and and improve and add on to what i did or i can you know set that aside and be like all right i did great at this now let's go on a different avenue and really try to excel in this area of life or in this area of business or in this area of whatever it may be um so different types of excitement i would say um but i would i would take um some of that money and i would go on a trip somewhere with my beloved and uh Whoa, you so know celebrate assuming, you're assuming that you're gonna have a beloved all of a sudden when you have all this money what makes you think i don't have one already <laughs> wow great point well and yeah you, how would we know you wouldn't <laughs> you would, would have no way of knowing because you're two best friends why would we know something like that let's not get off topic though i can go forever on that one <laughs> but yes i would take time to celebrate how long what i've done how much time would you take at least two weeks nice <laughs> yeah where would you go <laughs> get into this. dude i'm sure people are dying to hear where you would go all right fine um i would go um one week i'd go to um somewhere in british columbia and then uh, like see. like where banff eh, no not banff um i'm trying to think of i can't remember the exact name of the place but not banff um, what is the place well now you have me insanely interested i didn't know there was somewhere more beautiful in british columbia oh i'll get it to you i bet i think i have an idea of what you're just anyways look at, look at a, a week Brandon's, a week there and then thing. um a week in somewhere warm and beautiful such as i mean like turks and caicos sounds amazing mm, that's a good choice so a week exploring and hiking and then um a week relaxing and snorkeling and just chilling wow oh, good for you lucky in Lucky? this yeah. imaginary world. <laughs> yes. That does sound nice. It's a good imaginary world. Gosh dang it. I want to do that. You should do that now. <laughs> yeah. You should invite me. Yeah. You should fly me there. Okay. Oh, Brandon. What do you think? I'm excited to hear your zone of genius after you explain your. Uh, not I also that. am excited. We're not doing that. All right. So. If I was... Okay, we'll do it after, no worries. If I were to work 365 days, 
hard work. Are you actually answering answer. the question? Am I not supposed to? No, oh, I, I mean, you, know, you got to read between the lines. What is he actually asking? Oh, my goodness. Oh, it wouldn't work. I would just get the money handed to me. That's my answer between the lines. No, I'm kidding. Um, I would feel accomplished on whatever it was I was doing. Let's, if it was my job, that'd be amazing because that would take three lifetimes to get to that. <laughs> but um, I would uh, I would feel accomplished, I think, with the money. <laughs> we'll wait till Bobby's not dying. It froze. Brandon, you can keep going. I don't know what. Why do you stop? We're all okay. Are you oh, frozen, Brandon? I guess Brandon's frozen. Should we better? So we better fill the dead air. Okay. Brandon's currently frozen right now, everyone, and it's mainly because he does these episodes from his unfinished basement at his mm-hmm. parents' house, and he um just text us actually asking if he was frozen. And the um, big answer would be yes, you are Brandon. So I'm sure he's listening. But um, also, he need, we want our listeners to uh, remember about last week and oh, and the week before. Um, and what were we remember. talking about there, Bob? Oh, I I'm just back. I heard. <laughs> I'm back. Oh, okay. Right. So, we'll remind you later. Yeah, I, I heard. I remember. Um, so with the money, uh, unlike Joey, uh, my vacation would be two months, not two weeks. Maybe. Nice. Two. I don't know. I think I want to see a lot of Europe, and I don't think I could do that in a short amount of time just to get the full experience of it and then I didn't even think of BAM for some reason, but that would be amazing to see and go hiking there. And then, yeah, go to a nice beach, make a pit stop in Carmel, oh. hopping around. And, uh, yeah, I would um, can use that money to explore more things that I would want to learn, I guess. You guys frozen? Oh, I thought you were frozen. Joey hasn't moved. And then, uh, yeah, explore more things and I guess learn more things using that money to kind of further myself and kind of get more into what I really like, whatever that may be, because it seems to switch every week. What do you like? I don't know. Has it switched again? Not really switched, but when I texted you guys saying I had that like weird like I couldn't fall asleep because I just kept thinking about this thing. Is that something you can share with the rest of the world? Yeah, sure. I don't care. Let's do uh, it. So I was thinking about when Bobby's going to buy this house and he's going to flip it. Now he's wanting to give, get in. Can you give uh, the, the listeners a little background on what you're saying? So what your text says and stuff? Uh, why you're telling us this? No. It's a mystery. Um, I said... I had a classic Sunday night before bed motivation that I want to make happen that I'll tell you guys about whenever. So whenever is now. So I'm excited. I think it was a couple of years that a couple of years ago you said you want us like start flipping houses with you or something and then it just didn't work out. Yes. Um, 
So I got, got excited about that when that first happened and then just kind of died down when we got involved with all that educating entrepreneur stuff and making way with that. And then when you brought it up again, I was like, holy crap, that'd be really cool. And it would just be cool to learn that stuff eventually whenever you have a house yourself and to just learn it to be handy and helpful. Mm-hmm. And so I was laying in bed and I was like, I was like, all right, well, what if I, we start doing that and I would just start filming whatever we're doing and make like a little YouTube show. And then I thought further out of the box and I was like, wow, what if HGTV saw it and was like, we got to buy this out from these guys and we got to give them their own show. That'd be cool. And I don't know. I was just thinking about that and I was like, that'd be really exciting. Obviously that would take a lot of work and actually knowing what you're doing, but I think we would be, we always said we wanted to have a camera on us. Uh, I mean, just here mostly for quotes. To the first, them. the first house, I mean, whenever I get this house, whichever one ends up accepting a deal, and I'm 100% doing that already. So it'd be great yourself. to have someone else do it with me. I mean, I'm going to have yeah. to set up a lot of cameras on my own. I mean, you know how much extra time I know. it's adding my daily life doing these Mason gang vlogs? Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I just filmed one on Saturday and I had to do a bunch of stuff at the Hopkins building. Like I had to redo the floor. I had to do some doorknobs. I had to do a whiteboard wall. I had to do some electrical. And, um, you know, I wanted to make it all great for the Mason gang blog. And I swear, I worked there for like eight hours and spent two and a half of the hours setting up a camera. Yeah. It made me so mad, but... I'm sure it's going to be great because everyone wants to watch some guy put in a doorknob. But you never know. The goal is, like Brandon was just saying, the goal is, for me at least, in my mind, do it consistently. Don't give it up. And someday, maybe it'll be five years from now, we'll have enough people watching that I can just have my house rentals sponsored. Yeah, see? Just do something like that. And then I was, uh, yeah. So I kept like, I don't know, I was just like thinking about that and it like kept me up and then it kept me up. I was like, yeah, I was going to bed yesterday too and I just kept thinking about it and I was like, no, oh, that'd be cool. That would be cool. I don't know if we'd get on HG. I mean, hey. maybe we would. We're practicing now. That's what's okay. happening. We're practicing in front of a camera and speaking. Yeah. So hopefully you get a camera in our face natural I'm so bad with a camera in my face i think we'd so be bad. i think we'd be entertaining enough where we'd get picked up i i can't believe how people change when a camera gets in their face i mean i'm just excited if we did this someday i mean i'm excited for tomorrow because tomorrow when we go golfing wednesday happens to be one of my mason gang vlogs <laughs> so i'm gonna have to video some of us out there golfing it won't be a lot, but it has to be in there. I and can't wait. I really wish people could see, like, I, I, this is a completely different topic, but Brandon can attest to this, that this is true. You think you're going to be okay in front of a camera the first time, but when you get in front of that camera, you look like an idiot. And yep. I think a lot of people, 
they do that and then they just kind of like quit on the bit because like that was so uncomfortable and I suck in front of a camera like even Brandon for example we started doing some videos for educating entrepreneurs several months ago that none of you guys saw because well as you know Brandon ditched the company just like all the other guys oh, yes, sir. um anyways you dog when we first did our video I think the first one Brandon did it maybe it was maybe a minute and a half video took an hour yeah but he didn't give up and by like the second day we did videos together he'd go through like a full take without having to redo it and it was pretty darn natural and like it just proves like you can become comfortable with things very quickly like even this podcast thing I remember when we first started doing these like a year ago we did not talk naturally at all <laughs> no and it's weird because i don't know why us as human beings think that we can't be natural like when other people are listening or we're videoing when realistically that's just what people want it's just strange strange world huh yes. okay and that, that kind of goes into your first question for me yeah let's do it and that's where my, I was also going to go there with your question you asked two weeks ago. All right. So first question, guys, you guys and gals. Oh my goodness. I'm so sorry. Um, anywho, first one was <laughs> what makes you, <laughs> what makes you uh, insecure? And do you know why? Bobby makes me insecure because he's so good looking. Um, Oh, must be that pro gain. <laughs> but the second thing, um, and you were just saying like how people change when they're being recorded, mm -hmm. either on a podcast or on, on video. Um, and I was thinking like one of these are one of the things that would make me insecure is because, and it kind of ties into another aspect that I originally was going to talk about. Um, but people can play back what you said and um, compare it to what you're saying now or what you said even farther in the past. And it's like, mm. what is he, he keeps contradicting himself. What is he, what is he even saying? Um, what sounds so stupid? And he used the wrong word. Uh, he mispronounced that. Gosh, it sounds so stupid. And my original answer to what your question was going to be was, um, not knowing something that someone in your field should know. Um, you know, when someone asks you a question when you're theoretically the expert in the room and you don't know it, and it's maybe like a simple thing that you should know, that's probably one of where my insecurities is, of, is not knowing. And, um, and it just makes me totally uncomfortable because, and, and, somewhat like embarrassed because I'm like, gosh, Joe, you idiot. You're supposed to know all this stuff. Bobby asked you a simple accounting question and you're, you don't know what, what the answer is or something like that, you know? And so it's definitely one of my bigger insecurities is, is not knowing. And I have not gotten comfortable with the fact yet of, I'm not always going to know. And I've been, and I've voiced this, I haven't called it an insecurity, 
to people, but it's just like voice this concern Mm -hmm. um, to others. And they're like, you know what, you just got to get comfortable with not knowing sometimes and just telling people, you know, I don't know. Um, I'll have to look back at it or I'll have to, you know, check it out or something like that. So, um, and I have not gotten to that point yet. And so that's why it's still one of my biggest uh, insecurities right now. Have you always had that as an insecurity or did it happen like when you left university? Um, and then you how, also like, said that say, like you're from Europe. Yeah. yeah. That's how they say it. You, you leave uni- university. Go to the uni. Yeah, so, you know, um, seems intelligent. I don't know, maybe, and I don't know, I've never really thought about it, but, you know, when you have three letters in the back of your name, you're supposedly supposed to be pretty knowledgeable on the topic. So I think that's also when it started somewhat as well. Gotcha. So, three letters. A-S-S. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> certified so i must be like really smart entrepreneur is like a really young word bobby mason did you just put that in the back of your name yeah that's just my it's my title i don't know whatever i'm feeling too comfortable on these podcasts now i just don't don't care what people think anymore that's good or what should you anyways that's one of my insecurities I like that one. I mean, it seems like a, I mean, that's definitely one of my insecurities too. It's not my major one. I just don't like not to know things, but I think now I'm trying to jump into so many things at once. I just accept that there's no way I can know it, everything. So, plus I also have accepted that I'm not that smart. So that also makes it way easier. I used to think I was a little bit smarter than I am. And that used to stress me out. But now that I know that I'm not, it makes it way easier. <laughs> you still have confidence in yourself, right? Yes. Because so I realized still... I realized you don't have to be the smart guy in the room to make things happen. Because I'm a lot dumber than a lot, a lot of people. But I am a lot more successful than a lot, a lot of people. And I realized it works in my favor a lot of times. All I have to do is be good at what we talked about a couple of weeks ago, which is my zone of genius. I just have to be good at leading. I just have to be good at guiding. And before I, when I thought I needed to be the smartest one in the room, I wasn't even playing to my greatest skill because I thought I needed to be the smartest one in the room. What a mistake. I did that for a long time, right? But that is not mine we're gonna save brandon for last every single time because he he's just a good finisher um (laughs) my greatest insecurity wow is it your the size of your head (laughs) (laughs) um no I do. Is it now? <laughs> for everyone that has not actually physically seen me in person, my head is um, way too big for my body. And honestly, if you see Joey and I together, I'm like a bobblehead, and Joey <laughs> is like a stick figure. It's a very yeah. weird, small 
pool ball on his shoulders. <laughs> it's really weird. I have a super small head, but he's got this massive noggin. <laughs> and somehow we're still friends to this day. What do you know? Doesn't make any sense. Um, the thing that I am insecure about is definitely sex. <laughs> uh, you guys wish that I'd go into something like that. Um, just wanted to keep the audience on their toes. <laughs> Anywho, gosh, I gotta stop saying anywho or weird things. Um, yeah, I, I'd say I'm, I'm pretty insecure about not succeeding. I know it's super broad. It's hard to define. Um, but it freaks me out. And I think I can tie it all the way back to childhood. And it's not my parents' fault at all. Um, I just, ever since I was a kid, right? We, we all admire our parents. We all do. I, my dad's my hero and I saw everything he did, right? Like he could be a doctor. He could be the medical director. He could own a billion dollar billing company. He could have a bagel chain. He could do real estate investing and he could spend somehow so much time with us as kids. And you own a bagel chain? Yeah, it, it Gosh, used to cool. uh uh Chesapeake bagels or something. It used to compete directly with Brewers in the Twin Cities. Do you like how that's the one thing I picked out of all those cool things that you just said? Yeah, but you probably knew about the other ones. <laughs> I picked I picked cool. that one up too. <laughs> um Thanks. but oh yeah, plus they had that cookie factory going and just so many things. Yeah, Janice and Ron, they they start a cookie factory when I was a kid. With bread, because Janice needed something to do. Um, she's hope she doesn't listen to this. Yeah. No, but that's actually she wanted to make sure she had something to do when, like, she was taking care of us, and we didn't we didn't need a lot of attention then because we we're kind of babies. Um, right. Okay. right. I don't pay so, attention to babies either. Anyways, <laughs> okay, my mom paid attention to us a lot she stayed at home <laughs> our whole child gosh dang it guys my parents were the best wow. <laughs> anyways seeing that though I always thought to myself like that's exactly what I want to give my kids exactly like I all of us as kids think we have the best childhoods right like we all think gosh we had it great I mean not everyone probably thinks that but at least in our scenarios. And when I measured what I got as a child, I measured how much work and the financial toll it takes and like what you have to put in, what you have to pay to have those same experiences. And for some reason, I'm not even, I don't think I'm super focused on monetary items and personal possessions and physical possessions, but something about it when I thought about being able to pay for my college, my kids college, pay for a cool house that they want to have all their friends over to, to hang out on the lake, take them on trips several times a year, like really give them everything they kind of want. And most importantly, still giving them my time. Right. And when I thought about that ever since a kid, I was a kid, I was like, my gosh, I'm going to have to do a lot of stuff and it's going to have to work. And something about that 
the idea of doing all of this and failing and not succeeding, like hitting 40 and still not succeeding, that freaks me out like crazy. Like it freaks me out to the point where like if some things, at least in the past, it's changed now. In the past, if things were going bad, I didn't want to share a thing that was going bad because I was afraid that all of a sudden I was not like rest of the Mason family. Like I didn't fit in because I was the failure out of the group. And like, I, I just never wanted to be the failure because from the beginning, if there was anyone that was going to be a failure in that group, it was definitely me because I was definitely not the smartest one in the family. So I just, I don't know. I always felt like I needed to pretend I was doing better than I was doing. Um, I would only explain the good days, never explain the bad, right? Like even probably us talking a year ago, I mostly only wanted to explain the good days and not the bad because I felt like I had some image to protect because I'm dumb. But that's probably like my biggest, it's getting a lot better, but it was definitely my biggest insecurity. And I've tried to, something that people should think about doing, it's really enlightening. I sat there with my, all my business partners at the time last year and my family. And I sent out a survey asking them to call out my biggest insecurities um, call out my biggest flaws. And it was all, I couldn't see who submitted what, right. And it was very insightful to see what people actually thought. And when I saw some of those insecurities come up and I saw some of those flaws, like I have them on a thing out in the kitchen that I look at every day. And every day I try to eliminate those from my life. And like, it has to be a constant reminder or else I forget because it's so like ingrained into my lifestyle. But I think everyone, if you have these flaws, which all of us do, you should be working every day to get rid of them. Like you should be working every day to eliminate the insecurities because those are like one of the biggest, biggest, biggest things that hold us back. And I don't even think we realize it because like an insecurity, like wanting to be successful, that doesn't seem like a horrible thing. Like you should want to be successful but it held me back from making moves. It helped me help me back from being normal on a podcast with you guys. Like mm-hmm. no one needs to see someone that's faking it <clears throat> fit in. Like, right. So yeah, that's interesting. It, because, you know, things have been ingrained in me too. And, and, and maybe, almost too far where it's gone to a negative now where like you don't see your fear of success a fear of not success not succeeding as like a negative but it eventually becomes maybe a negative because you don't show certain things or whatever oh it was Uh, definitely a negative though the whole time i mean maybe not at the beginning but like the last two years oh yeah yeah because it was made me someone that i'm not and that's pretty problematic if you want to do something great in the world because mm-hmm. no one needs a not you. 
and I think when when things get that kind of ingrained in us that it becomes part of us and then it, we just dive deeper and deeper into it whether it's good or bad and one of those things that I was brought up with was you know humility always be humble and um, I've tried to be I've tried that throughout my whole life and um, and to be honest I think that's driven me so far down I wouldn't say down so far towards one side of being humble that it's almost not confident in yourself um i just uh, i don't i don't like sharing this but i just had um we just had some feedback meetings with partners and managers and things like that and um someone asked me so what do you think you're doing well And I was like thinking for like a minute. It was a silence. I was like, uh, well, uh, <laughs> like, are you serious? <laughs> I was like, well, uh, I guess this. And it's just like, I realized it. like, it's almost, it's becoming somewhat of a negative and it's become too far of trying to be someone who is the humble person where it's like all right now i'm not even confident in what i do yeah <laughs> it's, it's kind of interesting where your mind gets so used to just like reverting to um you know not showboating or not um showing something good that you did that it's almost comes out like oh i didn't did you do anything good there like your mind gets trained to think like um you haven't done anything good all day. Like what's, what's going on. And Mm -hmm. so then that just like shows less confidence in yourself. And I feel like that's, that's what's happened to me. And I feel like that's what happens to a lot of people too. I agree. I definitely agree. I think a lot of people that are listening right now will definitely be able to relate to that. Thank you for sharing that. That was a good one. Thank you. Yeah. Well, here we go. So in regards to your question from two weeks ago, uh, I started thinking about the insecurity right away because I think one thing I'm insecure about is confidence in myself and what I do. And I think that's why I have a tough time answering that question is because I don't know what I would be the best at. And I still like, I, literally have not stopped thinking about that since like you guys asked about it and I went outside today and like was doing yard work and then I just stopped and I sat in a chair and just looked out at like my parents backyard for like an hour straight and I just sat there and I was like what am I good at like what what would I be the best at in a room and I literally like it was like depressing like I was just sitting there and I was like and I was like just zoning out and also my dad like walked down to the backyard. He's like, what are you doing? And I was like, uh, I was like just hanging out. And I was like, I was like sad. And I don't know. It was weird. He's just like, on the chair sobbing. Yeah. Like I was just sitting there and I was just like, like I was just thinking about like everything in life and it was super weird. And I was like, I like, I still don't know. Like it's, I have no idea. And like, I think I just like, um 
yeah, I just felt like really insecure and like this whole week I have and like it put me in like a super weird mood. And then I just like started thinking about other things and then randomly like, well, I was talking to Tatum and I was like, I like told her about the question. And I was like, I don't know how to answer it. And she's like, oh yeah, it's really tough. Like on the spot. And I was like, I was like, yeah. Cause like, I think one thing that makes me insecure is you guys and like Brady and like all of my friends that are like successful and like thinking like successful in my head like you had you're doing something that you love and it's like I'm trying to get there and it's just it was really weird and then she like randomly in the middle of the night she like woke up she's like hey I was like what she's like what are you insecure about and I was like fuck and it was just like super random. She didn't even, like. She asked me the next day. She's like, "Did I ask you that in the middle of the night?" I was like, "Yeah." For all like, you guys that don't know, this is Brandon's girlfriend. Yeah, not just a rando. Oh, officially announced it. Huh? Yeah, and uh, and then like I kept thinking about it more and more after that, and I was like, "Yeah, it's like it's comparing myself to people around me that makes me really insecure, and constantly thinking about that and." Just having that stuff stuck in my head, it's not fun. Can you reinterpret that last sentence? Because you were freezing. Oh, it's and just like having that stuff stuck in my head, like all the time, because it's not fun. It's not fun sitting out in my backyard, just staring at the wilderness. May I ask what? What do you think personally would change that? Like, is it tied? to monetary value is it tied to happiness is it tied to what is it tied to do you think i don't think it's money because i think when you asked the question about if we like got a million dollars tomorrow like that when i really thought about it it kind of is the situation i'm in now it's not the same value obviously but like living at home i'm saving a lot of money and I'm learning how to actually not spend it on random stuff, which I wasn't really before. I was just paying the bills that I had to pay and living off of what I could do with that. But I think it's really realizing that, like, I don't need all that stuff to actually, like, be happy. And I think, I don't, like, if I got, I think if I got a job or something where I was actually doing something I cared about, and enjoyed I think it would be a lot different just in the sense of that because like when Tatum or you guys tells me about something that like happened in your day that you did that like you were super pumped about I'm like holy crap that's got to be like an amazing feeling mm-hmm. like that's got to be so cool and like I sit at work and I just like think about that stuff all day and I'm like this is like this is so dumb and it's such like a weird situation right now with all the stuff that's going on where like I can't go out and interview for a job or whatever because it's just the time we're in now but I'm getting more prepared for it by doing stuff that'll help me get there so it's just kind of a be patient and good things will come so do you think doing these courses now and stuff like that is it helping improve increase the confidence like is it helping with that type of stuff does it feel yeah, like giving I think, direction and yeah because I think I'll be able to touch on experiences more with different things 
that whatever would come up in an interview, I guess, that I could relate more experiences to. And I think also going back to your money or million dollar question, um, I think, because it's also related to like when people were getting furloughed. In my head, I was like, oh, that'd actually be kind of nice. Like, I wouldn't have to do a job I didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. And it would be for like three months. And then I was sitting there and I'm like, I was like, oh, yeah, I'd go golfing, go on the lake all day. And then I'm like, I thought about it even more. I was like, I would get pretty bored of that pretty quick. And I'd want to like actually get back to work. So I'd actually, I'd probably find stuff to do, but uh, it's just not like, I don't know. I think it's nice to have that mindset for kind of when we do these talks and stuff because it gets you a little more motivated to not just be like oh yeah I can get a million dollars and just not work because that's just that money will run out pretty quick hmm. so hmm. yeah so we have insecurities of I guess it, does it come out all do all of them almost just die to confidence <laughs> I think so I think it's confidence and like in some way yeah, I guess comparison. I don't know. Yeah, you're Confidence right. And how other people's how other people view you. Yeah, yeah. It's weird how yeah. a lot of yeah. everyone's views are tied to that kind of stuff. Like, just why do we care so much <laughs> about other people? No, you try. You try not to like think about it, and like when you like you always see those quotes. It's like when you stop caring about other people's opinions like look how much your life changes it's like yeah it's easy to say but like actually getting to that point and like figuring out how you can do that that's the tough part but slowly getting there i guess yeah yeah well i think that was that was a that was a good episode of blank We don't know what we're going to call it, but it's still in the Bobby Mason audio experience universe, but it's going to be something that you guys get once a week. And honestly, it's like one of my favorite parts of the week. So I hope it's also one of the favorite parts of all of you people listening. And I know for a fact, I know for a fact that the closings that Brandon offers every single week has to easily be your favorite part (laughs) of the episode. So let's do it brandon all right thanks for the setup there bob all right everyone wowie what an episode right you got to hear the deep dives into our brains about our deepest insecurities and being open about them which it's a good thing got to be open about that stuff nowadays so wow here we go (laughs) here's the train coming to a halt Thank you so much for listening. And uh, we'll come back next week with a name of this part of the Bobby Mason audio experience. And it's going to be great. And there's going to be maybe a logo or a couple drops of one. Who knows? But if you want to see our golf game, check it out on the uh, Mason gang, Bobby's Instagram. Find that. Great stuff. Thank you. Bye. Love you.